Welcome back to another installment of Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert, and today I'm joined by Shanika Gandhi, who is the Director of Marketing and Business Development at Pain and Fears. Shanika is a technology-focused, forward-thinking legal marketer. She's in the first six months in this role at Pain and Fears. Shanika, great to have you on the program. Thank you, David. I really appreciate this opportunity. So tell us a little bit about Pain and Fears. Um, the firm now has seven offices throughout California, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, and we have nearly 50 highly skilled um, attorneys. We offer a full range of business and litigation services to um, clients in primarily labor and employment, business litigation, and insurance coverage. And we represent all types of clients from multinational corporations to emerging tech startups to individual insurance policyholders. So what marketing and business development initiatives are you engaged in in your role at the firm? Because I started at the firm in January, our firm was very open to the new initiatives that that mainly myself and my marketing partner wanted to do. And as much as they were open to it, I actually decided that we needed to create an infrastructure first. There was a lot of um, process that needed to be implemented um, to just to make sure that the marketing activities that we were going to embark on were cohesive and were followed through completion. Um, that's one of the, the feedback that I heard from the partners as I was interviewing um, that they wanted to make sure that the activities that we embarked on were actually done to the very end and that you know we could see it through and make sure it's implemented correctly. So this led to, um, one, we, we first started with the budget. I think that was the most important thing that the firm needed that hadn't been done in the past. And so we, we developed a budget by addressing three different levels, firm level, practice group level, and individual attorney goals. And we made sure to work with all the various stakeholders in the firm throughout all of our offices to make sure that they, were, that they understood what the budget was about and where the money was going. Uh, the second thing that we worked on was increasing visibility of all the, all the tasks that marketing was responsible for and the things that they were doing um, to the management committee. They, you know, the age-old question of what does marketing do, we wanted to address that right at the outset, and um, we did that via monthly highlight reports. The other thing that um, we also implemented was a marketing events calendar. So we wanted to track all of the events and sponsorships, speaking engagements, so that way we would be able to be proactive about posting our involvement on social media or sharing it within our newsletter. It really helped to promote our events and all the great things that we were doing. We also created editorial calendars for each practice group to ensure consistent writing. And just recently, we, we actually created a one-page business plan in bullet form that was very easy to read that separates the marketing goals from the business development goals. I think the firm in the past was very marketing-focused, and maybe they were in marketing in silos, and really were trying to establish that marketing goals are there, but also we need to have another layer of the business development goals and coming up with certain strategic initiatives that, that cultivate personal relationships and networking as opposed to your website, social media, you know, email marketing goals. Sounds like a lot of what you have been doing initially is setting up infrastructure, processes, and uh, making sure that there's a platform for yours and ultimately the firm's success. Yeah, and definitely in addition to creating infrastructure, of course, simultaneously we we're implementing new technologies. So, you know, as I mentioned about the content distribution, we implemented JD Super and Lexology. 
um, for the, to achieve our business development goals and um, promote networking, we installed um, Practice Pipeline. And that was a great tool for us to introduce to our attorneys to encourage them to do pipeline management. And then, you know, other necessary tools such as Site Improve to monitor broken links and misspellings, those types of tools, the very basics that you almost need in a law firm, that was what my focus has been in the past six months. Well, I know that technology is a, a big emphasis for you and a big part of the value add that you bring in your role to the firm. Uh, have you found that these technology platforms have helped to foster the right mindset among your lawyers, bring business development a little more top of mind? Yes, I definitely think it does. And I'm a big believer in a personalized attention and providing the best tools to our attorneys. So I, when I try to implement technology, I'm always looking at it from the perspective of how is this going to be implemented at our firm and will our attorneys even use it. And so that's, some, that, that, that's the hat that I wear when I try to look at technologies. Um, and I'm always, um, you know, being in front of the attorney as much as I can and available to brainstorm their marketing and business development ideas and then trying to um, show them how certain technologies would work for them in their process. Uh, the other way that we were able to foster the right mindset is I was able to visit our San Francisco and Las Vegas offices to meet with each attorney to get to know them and the practice and essentially market the marketing department's capabilities so that they had confidence in making sure that business development was being addressed. I think that was something, that, that was feedback that I received that, um, that they wanted to make sure that they were being heard and that all of their activities and ideas were um, at least being addressed so that it wasn't going down a dark hole, essentially. Gotcha. So let's talk through the process to engage a new piece of technology. Uh, do you find that you have to socialize the technology initially among the lawyers first, get them interested in it, help them understand why, or is this something that you uh, have a little bit more influence in just being able to make the recommendation and, and control the rollout. How does that process work? Yeah, I start off very slowly. I um, first try to make sure that there's a challenge that needs addressing. So I look for the pain points that have been expressed to me in my individual meetings with attorneys. And then because I'm so involved in the legal marketing community, I know of many technologies that could address those pain points. So once I figure out that, okay, this would be a great technology for our firm and would be useful, I would go ahead and arrange a demo. And then I would do demos not only for myself, but also for other stakeholders, including my marketing partner or my managing partner or if he's available, and then also maybe my marketing coordinator who brings a different perspective because she would likely be the one helping to assist in um, having the attorneys use it or answer questions on a day-to-day -day basis. So I start there and I get the feelers. So I, I walk around to attorneys' offices and I get an understanding of whether this is something that would be useful for them. Then we try to run pilot programs. And so that way we only pick a handful of attorneys that will be able to test it all over either a one-week or a one-month basis. And that way we can really get to see, you know, is this something that would be successful at our firm? And if it is, then we'll roll it out. And if it isn't, then we sort of put it on a back burner. And maybe there's another time in the future that we would be ready for it. I see. So there's a, a few stages in that process. And I think it's interesting that you put the technology in the hands of some of your lawyers to get their direct input as to their interest level, would they use the tool, et cetera. 
Uh, of course, that helps with buy-in, but it also gives you a very relevant data point in terms of potential adoption. And have you found, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've rolled out a number of technologies at the various firms, including pain and fears where you are. Some of them resonate as expected, others perhaps less so. We know at my company that attorney adoption is always something that can be a challenge. So how do you assess that? And at what point do you make a decision to either scale down or scale up or change, uh, change direction? I think it has to do a lot with having the right tracking in place. And so I, because of those pilot programs, we're able to see whether we're ready to scale up or scale down. And so, and then we'll assess individual needs. So for example, I'll use practice pipeline as an example. We, um, you know, I think practice pipeline is going to work great for certain attorneys, but maybe some of the um, attorneys in the older generation might not necessarily want a tech tool. So then I would maybe find another tool for them. I mean, there, there's. I, I try to look at the tool as something um, per individual attorney and what what would work for them, and then try to, to establish contracts that do it on a per user basis because I think that really helps to manage costs because I can specifically say, okay, these ten attorneys are using it, um, and that's why we're that's why we have it instead of saying, well, it's rolled out to the entire firm, but you know, half of them aren't using it. Don't you find that most software vendors in the legal space these days have a, an enterprise model, or at least they push for that? Or are you finding that many of them are willing to work with you on this? Most are most are willing to work. I, I try to find things that are on a user basis. Um, other ones that are much larger, um, they you know they have the multi-year agreements and things like that, which it makes it harder for me to justify and make decisions, and mainly because I'm at a smaller law firm, and so every dollar is criticized and, you know, there's a hot guy on it, and so I have to be very careful, and I, I try to negotiate that as uh, much as I can to have shorter-term agreements um, and uh, try to do more, more free trials to make sure that this is the tool that we're going to really use at the firm. So how do you tie your department's marketing and business development initiatives, technology or otherwise, to return on investment. As you say, every dollar counts, and the firm is ultimately looking to make sure that if they write a check for a piece of software or a particular initiative that you bring to their attention, that there's going to be a profit. Right. So my main focus is sharing analytics as much as possible. For example, JD Super sends me monthly reports on how well our firm's content is doing, who's reading, keywords, top authors, and I immediately forward that to all of our attorneys so they see the fruits of our labor and the labor of their colleagues, hoping to encourage them to write more, or at least extra motivation. For example, for every email or alert or newsletter that goes out, we send out a report on opens, clicks, bounces to the involved attorneys so they're aware of the success rate. Basically, for any technology tool I implement, I always look out for a robust analytics. And it makes my life easier when it comes to reporting back to the partnership at the end of the day. And for events and other initiatives that maybe don't have a reporting or analytics function, I still try to convert everything into statistics. So for example, our the two latest webinars that we did, I made sure to share the percentage of those who attended compared to those who registered. Or for the few upcoming live seminars, we'll use the list of attendees to show how many were clients versus prospects or track how many follow-up meetings occurred after the seminar. So we have yet to tie back new clients or matters to specific marketing activities because frankly it's difficult a difficult metric to capture 
when, especially when it's been a historic relationship or it's been through referrals. So I try to focus very much on measuring success in these other ways through, through statistics and analytics. Very good. So you mentioned earlier that one of the places that you find the kind of information that you need in terms of the various technology platforms and solutions that are out there is LMA. Can you speak a little more about where you go for market intelligence, innovation, inspiration even? Yeah, definitely. As I said, my main source of intelligence is, um, of course, Legal Marketing Association. Specifically, I attend the annual conference every year, and I have attended the regional tech conferences in the past. Um, I've also attended if most, if not all, of our local chapter events here in Southern California. LMA also has shared interest groups. They're known as SIGs, and that gives me access to a database of marketers to ask all my burning questions. And it's the best way for me to answer what are other law firms doing that my marketing partner is always asking me. I actually re recently also attended the LSSO Braindance Conference, which is an excellent place to meet other directors and CMOs. And they mainly focus on sales and business development, content, and ideas. And then lastly, I also subscribe to many email newsletters, um, including Attorney at Work, Jaffe PR, JD Super's Business of Law, and of course, um, David Ackard's uh, Quick Tips of Business Development, all of which are uh. extremely helpful as I read through um, every morning what's going on in our industry. All right, so we have to tell everyone that that was not a paid plug, but thank you. I no, appreciate it. I'm glad to know not. that they're helpful. <laughs> All right. Well, Shanika, thank you so much for uh, your time and your insights. I think it's really helpful, particularly for other uh, marketing directors, business development directors at smaller firms to have some insight into how to navigate the challenge of rolling out technology at a law firm. And clearly, you've figured out some techniques that uh, have served you well, some best practices. Thank you for sharing those with us. And I wish you continued success at Pain and Fears. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. 